Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering supplies and solutions for every industry with 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So when we look at sprint car racing, okay, you have the biggies, okay? We understand the Knoxville Nationals, mm-hmm. which we did not have this year, <sighs> okay? Then we understand the Kings Royal, which we did not have this year right there whether you've got the national open which oh my gosh we do have this year so we've got the national open coming up this weekend posse versus outlaws versus larson i'm gonna add stewart in on that list uh because shane stewart yeah he has stewart has become it's just the the other teams are starting to get sick of him showing up at these races Uh, he's taken spots from 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 full time racing. Yeah, podium deals. spots. Podium spots, exactly. Stewart's doing good. So you've got that going on. So when you look at the big ones in three sixty racing, okay, really kind of similar. We had we had the Knoxville um, three sixty nationals. We had that, mm-hmm. but we lost uh, Dirt Cup out yep. at Skagit. So we lost that one. We had the McMillan. A Hockett Memorial just a couple weeks ago. Sam Haverty won yep. that. But one of the big ones is the um, Comp Cam's uh, Short Track Nationals. Mm. And what do you know? That falls on the same weekend. So this weekend we have the Short Track Nationals too. Yeah. Multi-devices. Man, and that is just, that. that is, that is that probably. That racetrack is. Oh, my God. That is like bucket list. <laughs> Elbows, Elbows up. Oh, yeah. You pull onto the road. Yeah. That drives to the speedway. And you're automatically you got to get your elbows up just to get there. Uh, that's how. And yeah. when they go that they get going around that joint, I'm telling you. Yes. And that thing, you want to talk about wide open? We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But you want to because there is one of 40 drivers that can win that race easily. Yeah, I mean it's unreal that that thing. And so we've got them both this weekend. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We're going to love it. That's what we're going to do. She's Aaron Everham. I'm Steve Post. This is Wing Nation, presented by Drydeen, by DRF Racing, and by Hercules Tires. We're in the Hercules Tires studio. So, one of the drivers that is going to go to Williams Grove is Wayne Johnson, one of the competitors for the Rookie of the Year. And we just haven't talked to Wayne. We talked to Wayne before all of the Rona and everything yeah. else. And as he was a a burgeoning young driver going out on his rookie campaign. Well, he's never been. Well, he was a burgeoning young driver, but that was a few <laughs> years ago. Um, he was a grizzled veteran going out for his rookie yes. campaign, and he's probably earned a few gray hairs this year. 
Um, but he is on the road digging, surviving, doing it, and doing it. And there's a lot of people that haven't done it that want to do it. So we're going to talk to Wayne Johnson here on the program. Can't wait to talk to one of our buds. That's for sure. Hey, also, uh, we had Bill Baylog on our Tuesday show. Go back and listen to that one. Mm-hmm. And here's one of the highlights. This was from Dodge County Fairgrounds on Friday night. Scotty Thiel and Bill Baylog. Ray Underwood with a call on Flow Racing. And now for the Dry Dean Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. And now Bill Baylog is within striking distance. The Nightmare is starting to cast the dark clouds on the 64. Slide job in front of Scotty Thiel, and Baylog takes over the lead with eight to go. That death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydeen.com for more information. Team Driving. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, We have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Wing Nation, presented by Drydeen, by DRF Racing Oils, and by Hercules Tires, continues on. We're going to the Sage Fruit Hotline, okay? Earlier this season, we talked about every young driver wants to go out and race for Rookie of the Year, and then there's some other guys that want to race for Rookie of the Year that have a year or two under their belts. And uh, we had that this year with the World of Outlaws. Um, one of those guys that has a year or two under his belt but is competing for the Rookie of the Year in the World of Outlaws is Wayne Johnson, who joins us now. Hello, Wayne. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Thanks, Steve, for having me on. Well, I'm telling you, Wayne, um, it's been a weird year, no doubt about it, with all of the, the, the Rona and everything like that. And uh, I'm, I'm fairly confident it's not been quite as successful as you had hoped for. But 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 you tell us how how do you assess this year and your rookie season for the World of Outlaws and what's been going on with you guys? Well, I think uh, like I said, you've asked me this question earlier in the year, and I thought uh, was going to the the task was going to be a lot simpler. I can promise you that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I really thought we would be a little more competitive and uh, felt like that, uh, you know, if all the stars aligned, we'd probably win a race this year. But, uh, you know, I'm still focused, and, and that's my goal. But, uh, man, I tell you right now, it's been tough. Uh, there's a reason that uh, these guys are the best in the business, uh, you know, and, and just I tell you right now, they beat you down every week when you don't run well. But uh, just learned a lot, you know, uh, been doing this a long, long time and thought, that uh, we we were going to be on top of our game right away. But uh, just in the last month, you know, I hired a full-time crew chief. I've got Rob Hart uh, wrenching this thing now and uh, already picking up speed. Uh, we had a bad week or a bad race at uh, Lernerville this week, but uh, learning each other and starting to come together and 
and uh, you know he's pointing out a lot of issues that we had with the with the car and and uh, a few things that uh, you know I thought were good enough, but they're definitely not at this level. And he's uh, definitely picking up our program. So hopefully here, uh, you know, I think what well, we got ten, twelve races, whatever left. Uh, hopefully we can definitely shine here at the end and and uh, see some improvement. When when you when you look at making the the step that you did to run with the world of outlaws, and, and you talk about not being as good as you you thought you were or you thought you were prepared to be, what are some areas that you feel like you've struggled the most? Is it is it motor? Is it setup? Is it um, just the 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 beating down of racing with these guys every night? What what do you think is the the biggest part? Well, there was a lot, Aaron. To be honest, uh, the engine program that we started with was quite not up to snuff, and we've changed that. And uh, then we've had a couple of issues, and they might have been, uh, oh, you know, something that uh, we've done that messed them up or this, that, and the other. Just like something we found uh, this week that uh, they went to Kistler after Lernerville, and the engine that was in the car was 50 horsepower off of uh, what it was when it was dynoed. And I just told Rob, I felt like I didn't have the power mm. that I needed to, uh, you know, and I, it's something that, you know, I, I felt like during qualifying, I laid down the best absolute laugh i have all year long we we're still 13 quick and, and i just told him i said I didn't feel like it made speed but it, the race cards were really nice but really more than anything uh you know i overdrove the car early we had engine issues that we now i think we have that kind of in the headed in the right direction and then with rob and uh you know a crew, you know i guess i want to say that where i really messed up was thought i could be the crew chief and the driver and the team manager and all of that stuff in one, and there's no way in hell that you can do that at this level. Uh, trying to watch the track, drive the car, and tune the car all at the same time is almost impossible. And, and, and Wayne, I think the, the thing of it is, is because nobody else is doing that. Is, is that that's, if, if everyone was doing that, maybe a guy could do it, but the problem of it is, is while you're team managing and crew chiefing it, uh, you're, David Gravel and Sheldon Hottenshield are out looking at the racetrack. Is, 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 that's part of the challenge of this thing, is that, is that everybody has a good crew chief and maybe a good mechanic and a good driver as well. Well, it takes a team, for sure. Yeah. You know, we got a great car owner, and he's given us all the tools that we need to be able to win. But, you know, as a team, the driver, the mechanic, the crew chief, Everyone has to jail, and we've seen this years past, and I've kind of overlooked it, to be honest with you. I didn't think that uh, we needed to be that. I shouldn't say that we didn't need to jail. We all got to get along and and all that, but uh, that's the biggest issue that I see. Uh, You have to be a team and win as a team, lose as a team, and, you know, you got four grown men running up down the road together. Uh, You know, tension gets high, uh, lots of griping and bickering. You know, I don't want to eat there. Yeah, we're going to eat there. I don't want to wake up at that time. Yeah, we're going to wake up at that time. There's just a lot that goes on that people do not get to see mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, when it was just me and old Slip running up down the road running 360, it didn't really, it really wasn't a lot of that. But uh, when you throw a couple more guys into the mix, and mm. it, it, it's definitely stressful, I promise you. And I, that's another thing that I didn't think that uh, the stress level would be nearly as high as it is. And, uh, like, I'm home this week. I've been flying back and forth, and it's helped my mental state a bunch. Because I just show up, drive the car. They don't want me there at the track before four o'clock. Uh, and that's that's kind of Rob's deal. He said, "Listen, Donnie Shaw don't show up till four o'clock. Why do you need to?" So it's been a big, uh, big step for me lately uh, because I'm not used to that. But uh, I believe our performance is starting to show that. 
So interesting. I mean, you made such good points about just just being on the road with a bunch of guys and making the small decisions, and then when you're not running well, it all kind of snowballs. Wayne, you've won a, a ton of races in your career, whether it's ASCS, Knoxville. When you go out and you're running with these guys and you're not running well, you mentioned overdriving the car. How, I mean, for someone like who you have had so much success, how difficult is the mental part of it as a it's, driver? It's a big part. It's it's a big part, Aaron. It's probably the biggest part. And, you know, when we started this thing at the end of the, or at the first of the year, you know, I, I put myself in the gym, got myself in shape, mm-hmm. and I told myself, you know, I always put in 110% at every race that I've ever ran. And now I've got to put in 150%. And uh, I was just, to be honest, I've been overdriving the car. And what that means is, is like Rob got onto me and, I mean, really chewed my butt at Houston. I passed two cars in the heat race and one and two on a restart and got to a transfer spot, actually got to four, and then run down the McFadden down the back straightaway into three and thought I was going to drive by him also and then made a big mistake and lost all, everything that I gained in the other corner and ended up not making a transfer spot. I pulled in after the heat race, and he said, what in the hell were you doing? I said, man, I'm passing cars or trying to. He goes, what makes you think you're going to pass three World of Outlaw cars in a half a lap? Calm down. That's what he said. And and then I just realized, you know, I was really trying too hard. You mm-hmm. know, you get behind the eight ball, and you're a race car driver. Yeah. You get behind the eight ball, then you really feel like you got to step it up. And I just calmed down and slowed my feet down and started thinking a little bit more about uh, the racing, and you're not just going to drive by these guys. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it this way, like some of the 360 guys are at the local level. You know, you can pass three or four guys sometimes in a lap and make it and make it stick. But at this level, you're not doing it. You get a car. Uh, you know, it's more methodical. You got to think about what the next corner or the next lap is going to hold. Because if you pass these guys, yeah, and then you put yourself in the wrong spot on the racetrack. Well, they're going to drive right back by you because you overdrove that corner. And that's kind of what I'm having to learn all over again. Mm-hmm. I watched that heat race at Houston's and wondered because I saw you pass those cars and I'm like, man, that's great. Looks like Wayne is good. And then I I saw you kind of give it back. So it's fascinating that that one kind of sticks out and I, and 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 I recall that Wayne. One of the other challenges this year that everybody has had is the scheduling, the COVID, the the you're racing here, you're you're not going to I seventy, you're going here. Um, what what has that been like? And and you've spent a good portion of your team manager. That's had to have been a nightmare as well. Yes, it is. You know, as far as the logistics, as far as motels, travel, airfare, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm still trying to burn up all of the airfare that I had flights booked for California. And, and, you know, thank God the airlines are really flexible right now and let you use that up. But it has been a total nightmare. Uh, You know, right now there's an issue of are we going to Charlotte? Are we not going to Charlotte? Are we going to – are we going to end up at Volusia? Nobody knows, so we're sitting here in limbo, not you know booking rooms or anything for the team because we don't know where to do that at. And mm. it has been a crazy, crazy year. But with that being said, uh, I'll, I'm kind of going to let the cat out of the bag uh, right now. We are already planning on our sophomore se- our sophomore season next year with the Outlaws, and uh, hopefully, um, you know, it's going to be a much better year. Excited to hear that. Really yeah. excited to hear that for sure. I mean, a rookie season with the Outlaws is tough it is, as it is, but then you add in COVID, you add in that you're the team manager, all these new days on the road. I mean, you, you really did put yourself, you picked a good year to, to, to try it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad. I, I shouldn't say I'm glad for COVID because I'm not, but it made the season a little shorter and it well, made it a little more hectic. So 
with that being said, you know, Next on year. a normal season, hopefully I can do a better job as, uh, you know, the team manager for one, but actually also doing the driving part. And, mm-hmm. and like I say, with Rob along, you know, John and Flippy are doing a great job also. But with Rob along, it takes a lot of pressure off me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm home today, sitting here uh, trying to make plans for the next two or three weeks on if I'm coming home or if I'm staying out or this, that, and the other. And that's with the schedule we know we're doing, Williams Grove and Port Royal and, and uh, you know, Lakeside and, and uh, Lake of the Ozark, you know. So those are my next three weekends, and I've got that planned out. But, you know, then we got, uh, like I say, that Charlotte thing and just not sure there. So it is it is the craziest season ever. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's going to be crazy season for me because, for one, uh, you know, I don't remember the last year I haven't won a race. And I haven't won a race this year, and it's it's uh, really bearing on me that you know I don't know how many years I've raced, but I think just about every season in my whole career that I've won a race, at least one race that year, and and at this level, it's going to be hard to do. Uh, not saying we're not going to keep plugging away and doing the best we can to do it, but man, that's just a thing that I really cherish that we've won a race every year up to this point in my career, and and maybe maybe not going to get that done this year, so it's pretty stressful. Well, hopefully you got you got about a dozen more races. Hopefully you can sneak one in there. Wayne, how how is the uh, the fitness and the diet? You were so good about it in the off season. That's difficult to do on the road with when you're talking about stopping at fast food restaurants and picking places to eat, especially with COVID. Restaurants closed and hotels closed. Have you been able to stay on top of that? And how difficult has it been? It's been super difficult. Uh, I've stayed on top of it as as well as I I feel like I could with everything going on. I think I put on four pounds of the 40 that I took off, but you know, I was in, I'm home. So I was in the gym this morning and, and as far as the diet thing, it's really tough on the road, uh, you know, late nights cause I eat lunch and then, you know, I don't normally eat again until after the races. It's kind of our deal. And, and I've been trying to keep, you know, snacks and stuff in the trailer. I'm a big, a big peanut eater as of late because of the protein, but, just uh it's tough it really is it's probably the toughest thing that you know traveling down the road and and but i've done well i just feel like i could do better but uh uh you know maybe a motorhome or something in my future would be better where i could have some you know decent meals uh on the road because the travel thing is these guys are you know i shouldn't say it but you know the quickest thing they can get is mcdonald's or whatever they are and then you just got to make the best choices you can because that's all there is Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah I, it was. I know, I know. It, it just the travel and I do with it, it's just weekend in and weekend out. It's it's the it's one of the toughest things yep. in the world to do because the temptation and the the fast Control food nature of and, it yeah, and but... everything else just makes it. And then you're well, busy at the track. It's crazy. Well, speak, speaking of that, I was flying home on Sunday, uh, and <laughs> I was I was at um, I don't remember what airport. I can't. Oh, at Pittsburgh Airport there. There was nothing open, and I needed breakfast. I hadn't ate. It was 5.30 or 6 o'clock in the morning, and I was starving because I didn't have much of a meal for dinner. And you're going to laugh, but my breakfast consists of corn nuts. That was the <laughs> only thing that I could come up with at the airport was corn nuts. <laughs> so that was my breakfast. So the, not a great choice there, but I had to have something. Well, what are corn nuts? Uh, so you're not from the South, so you don't know what corn nuts <laughs> you are. You know what corn nuts are? <laughs> Steve, you know what corn nuts no, are? No, I'm not from the South either, though. Wow. Steve doesn't know a food. You might have set a record. This might be a first. Well, they're probably, most people would probably frown at them, but I've ate them since I was a kid. And, 
that was the only thing that looked appealing at the moment, and that's what I grabbed. What, is it candy corn? Is it like the candy corn? No, things? no, it's, 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 you know, I'm not even sure what you would call it. It's <laughs> I, I need to Google it's, this. Uh, what corn nuts? Salty, salty, uh, I don't know. I, not even a potato chip. I'm not even sure. It's huh. a corn nut. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. Well, I know one thing, Steve. Yeah. And Aaron, when I see you next, I'm bringing a bag. <laughs> corn, corn nuts. Nut uh, Aaron's Googling yeah, it. So we'll get, oh, there's Google, different flavors. Google has all the answers. Oh. Corn nuts. Never it, seen them in my life. Look, have you seen corn nuts? Oh, you know what? I have seen them. I have seen them. I've never had them. And Wayne, I concur, that's probably not the best breakfast food in the world. Never seen them. No, but but there was not many options. The only one. And it was the only one. I had to have something. <laughs> Y'all, there wasn't much. There was. I mean, I was looking for fruit. I was looking for anything. Yeah. And it was either potato chips or corn nuts or <laughs> cheeses or something. I can't remember the, my options there. Yeah. Or uh, maybe a pastry, but I chose corn nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wayne, I'm telling you, for you as a rookie driver. And for the guys battling for the World of Outlaw Championship, it doesn't get easier the next two weeks. Yeah. Williams Grove and Port Royal. Um, the mindset going into the war zone you're going into for the next week, what is that like as a race car driver? You know, I'm not putting a lot of pressure on myself. Uh, and, and, and the reason I'm not is because I feel like that we're definitely getting better. Yeah. And we just got to let the chips fall where they may. And right. I know this is going to be a tough beat the next couple weeks. but. You know, those guys, Rob and, and Flip and, and John, have really started to gel on that end. So I don't stress about the car, and I feel like they're going to have the best piece. Uh, like, I mean, I was on the phone with those guys just a half hour ago, and, and uh, it's down to a bare frame. They're completely rebuilding this thing for the weekend, and they're putting a brand-new Kistler engine in it for this weekend. And so, you know, I know that all that's going to be there now, and, and I just got to do my part and do a better part of it. And but I'm not, you know, I'm not putting any stress on, on myself uh, any more than I guess I normally would. And, you know, having a great car owner with Todd, they don't put any pressure on me to win right away or anything. They, you know, he just keeps telling me to keep plugging away and, and it'll come. And the biggest issue, the hurdle that I really, I feel like our car drives good. I feel like we race well. I just feel like we still struggle at qualifying. And that's the thing that I've got to work on the most. So, I watch, I've been watching lots of videos for those racetracks and just trying to sort all of it out. But uh, I'm not, you know, I'm pretty relaxed. I really am right now as far as no stress level. Just go out and do the best you can. And and uh, when everything starts, you know, when everything comes together, then, then the results will be there. And I, I feel like we're getting really close. That's awesome. Wayne, for as long as I've known you, you've always been very hands-on with a car. Has that been, I, I know you said it's a sense of relief and you can watch videos now, you can watch the racetrack, but is there also, is it kind of difficult to let the control of the car go? Yeah, yeah, it is, you know, because I've always been, uh, you know, on top of everything. I've done every bit of, you yeah. know, before. I've done every aspect of of working on it. I've done the drive in the truck. You know, I did all that stuff. And, and to be honest with you, it's kind of nice not to have to, but... <laughs> It's it's also, you know, a stress level of, you know, are they getting it done or mm -hmm. what are they doing? And I'm home and they're working, you know. And, and then, like, when I'm at the track, I feel like I'm obligated to help, but they don't want my help. So <laughs> it's definitely difficult because, just like I said earlier, they don't want me there till 4 o'clock. Well, most hotels, you got to check out by noon. I got four hours of figuring out what I'm going to do between, between uh, 
you know, noon and four, and I don't want to go eat, you know, I don't want to go eat and have a big meal and this, that, and the other. And, you know, it's really difficult. It, it really is. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, this that question is probably better for Sarah because she, she'll tell you that I drive her nuts now between, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm home, and then, you know, I cut the grass. That's about all there is left to do here. I'll cut the grass, and then she's like, you're stir crazy, right? And I go, yeah, I don't know what to do. So it's, it is definitely – it feels good not to have to do all that, but in the same token, when you're used to doing it all, it's tough. But I'm, I'm trying to get that balance. And, you know, there's been a lot of balances in my life this year with travel, World of Outlaws, you know, not winning a race, and, and uh, it's been – it's been difficult, but I'm just trying to go with the punches and learn from it and let, you know, my biggest thing was, you know, I had guys hired in the past to do things, but I'd still do it myself. And that comes from my dad. He would, he would, uh, you know, he had hundred employees at, at his business and he'd still be out there working. And, and I never understood that until, you know, now uh, with me having employees or whatever and, and not letting them do their work. And that's what Todd keeps telling me, let them take care of it. Let them do the, you know, I, I was trying to plan their hotels and stuff for them when I wasn't with them. And he's like, you don't know where they're going to be. Why would you want to let them take care of that? So that's another thing that I've kind of let them them uh, do. But I'm telling you, it's, it's it, it, well, you know what? You live with a guy that probably is a lot more hands-on than, than I've ever been. So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, but that's also why I asked you the question. I, I spend enough time with you and at your shop that I know your work ethic as well. Wayne, how's my, my buddy Paige doing? Uh, doing great. Uh, she's had 13th birthday oh my uh, on gosh. Saturday. Teenager. Oh, oh goodness. Lots of, you know, I shouldn't say it this way, but lots of drama. <laughs> of uh, course. 13 year old, 13 year old girl and her friends and, you know, and all that good stuff, but, uh, doing great. The girls are great. Everyone's great here. Uh, just man, 13. Can you believe she's 13? No, I can't. My little buddy at the racetrack. Holy. Hmm. Please tell her I said happy birthday and hello. I will definitely do that. Hey, before I know you guys are getting ready to cut me off, so before you do that, I want to I want to give my podcast a plug. Oh yes, uh, please do. Yeah, well, you know Wednesdays with Wayne. I don't know if you guys are listening, but man, we are definitely rocking and rolling. That thing is growing. Uh, you know, I I owe it all to Sarah because I was always I don't know anything about social media for one, but I was always the guy that thought mm, what you did on the racetrack is is what you did to sell t-shirts and that and this and the other. And it's not that way anymore. You know, it's all about the fans and interaction with the fans and all of that. And man, I'll tell you what, this podcast is really growing Wednesdays with Wayne every Wednesday. And, uh, she was giving me some stats this morning because we just recorded today. Uh, we're up to like 9,000 followers. So. Wow. That's Congratulations. Boy. And, and it's, it's rock and roll. We're having a good time with it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Wednesdays At first, with Wayne. I wasn't sure about it, but it, it's a lot of fun. Well, you know, that's funny you say that because we chatted with David Gravel earlier this week. He hired a video guy, okay, because he does these video snippets. He does his YouTube thing, but he does the video stuff, and he talked about the same thing. And then he talked about Rico with his presence, and yep. he can't imagine how many shirts Rico sells. And so, you know, it, it is it, it, the reality of the world in 2020 is on track takes care of a portion of it, but you're right. Not you got there, 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 there's other stuff that needs to be done. I, I'm glad you've entered that world. That is cool stuff. It is very cool. And like I say, there's a lot of interaction there. And I, I, I never understood that, the, you know, as a kid, I remember going down and sitting in the cars and talking to the drivers and that was the coolest thing ever. But, you know, if on social media, you know, if, if you can chat, chat with a driver, if you, 
there's a question you want to ask, you can email or, you know, email or send a show. Of, you know, there's just a lot of variables that I really never understood. And you're right. She's, she's done a really good job with this and it's helped t-shirt sales. Nice. And you know, the following of Wayne Johnson. So, uh, that's been pretty cool and I'm learning it and I don't know how to tell you where to go look or <laughs> any of that stuff, but all right, that, Sarah's got to give you some bullet you points. Find. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever podcasts are available, right? <laughs> That's right. That is awesome. Yeah. Wayne, it is always a pleasure to chat with you. Uh, we're going to dial you up after that win, and we're going to have a big old celebration here on our broadcast. But uh, congratulations on survival this year, and uh, we appreciate your time and, and, and love the friendship we have with you as well. Yes, thanks for having me on. It's always good to be to hear from you guys. And uh, you know, I don't know, Steve, when when that first win does come, you're probably going to have to give me a few days to recover <laughs> before you have me on, because there's definitely going to be a big party. Uh, you know, I won a lot of races in my career. We, you know, we won the prelim of the of the Knoxville Nationals and lots of big races and this, yeah. that, and the other. But you know, I've never won a World Outlaw race, and uh, we're definitely if that happens, we're definitely going to have a probably about a four or five day long party i'm gonna say <laughs> four or five day little long throwdown, little throwdown that's uh, for sure oh well nothing wrong with that hopefully we're there and we can seriously. have the throwdown with you hopefully it's one of them we picked to go to so uh there well, oh, I hope so. the, yeah there you go cool wayne always a pleasure thanks for the time man yes thank you you got it wow I, i'll tell you there there are wayne johnson we can laugh our way through a brutal season yeah I mean, we're talking with him because his perspective, and 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 there's nothing in this sport he hasn't done. It's true. Um, other than win a world of all our race, and he's putting himself in a spot where, and and I'm glad they announced. One of the other things, I think, the thing that I come out of here with, and I actually got a little bit of chills when he said that they're he's already going to let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. He's already planning for next year. How many times do we see guys go on the road for the first time? We're like, man, this guy's sure thing. First year, he gets clubbed. Yes. It's just, it's just brutal. The world it's brutal. It's I just, can speak from experience. Why, yeah, why would oh. you do that to yourself? But then all of a sudden, you know what happens the second year? Whoa, wait a minute. There's, there's Wayne there's, on the podium. Yeah. Or, 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 or that. Remember, we went through this with Brent Marks. Yeah. It's like, why in the world would you leave Pennsylvania when you're up front all the time to go to California to get your teeth kicked in on a regular because basis. Because when you do have that success, yes, it's you know, all worth it. You know, you've been yeah. there. You've, you've and then when you like every driver we've talked to, when you go back and race locally, our then race of the old tell. series, yeah, you, yeah <clears throat> you've learned a lot. That is great stuff. Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, i, I got to be totally honest with you this week. Okay, This week we had about 17 options as far as the podcast guest goes. <laughs> <laughs> and we were rolling through them and rolling through them. We we have a list, okay? Yeah. And so we're like, we need to get this guy. Okay, let's get this guy. Well, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Work the list. Wayne's on our list. And it's like, well, Wayne, let's go Wayne. Boom, let's get Wayne. And, man, I'm glad we did it. Could not Me have been too. a better time to catch up with Wayne. He's home. He's got the po- just wrapped up his podcast, so he's in a chatty yep. mood. Oh, it's Wayne's stuff. always chatty. Wayne's always chatty. That is for sure. Yes, indeed. You know, Plan B Sales was founded in 2010. Started as a Lionel and Chase Authentics apparel distributor and now has expanded. Auto World, Greenlight Collectibles, Sam Bass Artwork, Brand Art, and University of Racing Lines as well. They have a huge inventory with partnerships with Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many other drivers. Use promo code MRN for free shipping on orders over $20. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment.
pride. Passion. Performance. We are. We are. We are Team Dryde. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. You know, the auto, we're having a little conversation here. We're telling Wayne Johnson stories. Oh, um, just, you you actually, you actually, when you were out in Knoxville, when you were in Knoxville, you guys worked out of his shop for a yeah, while? Yeah, he used you? to live just down the road from the track, so he let us work out of his shop. So we spent a lot of time with Wayne that year, and we were both, he was actually running ASCS, and so his wife at the time and Paige were just down the road, but we'd see them right. often during the week. But we're actually there when he got really hurt. Remember he had oh, his, his the foot Achilles, injury? Yeah. The injury. We ended was... up driving to the hospital and, and helping get them in the middle of the night. It was it was craziness. But, yeah, we got to spend a lot of time with him, got close with the family, and he's just a, an incredible guy. He was so helpful that year. If you are faint of heart, do not ask Wayne about that injury, <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm totally serious. Oh, trust me, I was there. The, you were the, there, not I not at the racetrack. We were you, racing Knoxville yeah, that he night. Was, it was out in West, right? Yeah, it was but Skagit he flew back the next morning, and then of course, you know, he's got the bandage. But yeah, I got every detail. The, every, yeah. I asked picture. him one time. Yeah, I asked him one time. We're standing in the pits in Knoxville. I said, "You didn't you hurt your ankle one time or yeah. your leg?" And and the injury he the description of the injury he had will make you faint yeah he's lucky that he still has his yes is the, absolutely yes. and when he tells you what it was hanging on by yes and exactly, all of, yeah, exactly exactly the description of it was like <laughs> oh my god dude you give it it's it's like too much information except for i asked and you want to know yeah. and then and then you see him and he's out working out he's out exercising yeah. he's out mowing the lawn now and everything you know so kudos to him yes i mean it's just it's fantastic you know the auto industry is the backbone of america's economy and ford chooses to invest more in america because of its rich heritage here. The Blue Oval employs more U.S. hourly workers and assembles more vehicles in America than any auto, auto, any other automotive maker. <laughs> That's easy for me to say. Automaker by a wide margin. So whether it's a Ford dealer in Kentucky or a technician in Indiana or an engineer in Michigan, we're proud to have them as part of the team. Ford, built for America. We talked about this at the top of the show. Um, it is a batten down the hatches weekend, Okay. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars versus Pennsylvania Posse versus Kyle Larson, Shane Stewart, Brian Brown, the whole cast of Invaders. Uh, it is the 58th annual Champion Racing Oil National Open. Friday night, $10,000 to win. Saturday night, $75,000 to win. It'll all be on Dirt Vision. With the Outlaws, of course, you got uh, Brad Sweet and Logan Shuhart uh, at the top of this thing looking for their first National yeah. Open wins. You've got Shots as a five-time winner of the National Open. Gravel, a two-time winner. And Darren Pittman, I'm almost like putting him in a posse car, but wait a minute, he's still an outlaw, even though he's driving. No, he's an outlaw because he's driving the I think the everyone tour. claims him. Well, well, who wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to claim? I mean, yeah. everyone loves Darren Pittman. Um, if he wins, everyone celebrates. Well, yeah. He's finished second five times Oof. in this race. 
you imagine if he rolls in there with a Hefner 72 and wins that nice. thing on, uh, on, on Saturday? Because you're right, everyone will claim him. Yeah. Because it's Hefner's car. I mean, the Red Robin, they might just as well. They'll just, they'll be, they'll be the, the Red Robin there. The Red Robin on Sunday will just sell out of ground beef. I mean, um, that would be the story. Yes. That would be, we're, there's, there's going to be a great story because someone is winning one of those marquee races. But I'm telling you, Pittman wins this thing. And he's been second five times, so it's not like yeah. he's not been close. And he's back with Hefner, and they had a lot of success at Williams yeah, Grove together. Uh, leading the posse charge is that number 69K, Lance Deweese, a four-time winner. Danny Dietrich has won the National Open one time. Brent Marks is the defending champion. And then Freddie Raymer is not. This is where it's almost yeah. like cruel, okay? Because Freddie Raymer is leading the Williams Grove points, and points are awarded during this National <laughs> Open. We talk about this with the World of Outlaws, yeah. how this can be a separator, but it's also a separator. Absolutely. This is the season finale for Freddie Raymer. Oof. And, and that's like, I think, uh, you know, Wayne said a bad qualifying lap, or, or, or David Gravel earlier this week we yeah. talked to him. He said a bad qualifying lap, you're, and you put yourself way in the back, and at Pennsylvania, you're impossible. way in the back. Yeah. So Ugh. this thing is going to be spectacular on Dirt Vision. I mean, it is just, and Williams Grove, oh, my gosh. And you know. Yeah, I know. You know. They're this gonna is be, one of my favorite races. I mean, there's a, a lot of favorites, but yeah. something about the fall yeah, in the rivalry just, yeah, yeah. and the, the the moments and the time. So, I remember the um, the year that Fred finally won it. Uh, oh, yeah. We were in Kansas City, Missouri. And back in the day at MRN, we would have an occasional corporate dinner that would go on forever. <laughs> okay? And we had one that night. Yes. Craiger, Craiger's been part of those. He can ring the bell. Okay? So we have one of these. I said, you guys planned one of these dinners on the night of the National Open? And well, most of the guys are saying, yeah, huh? Exactly, uh, yeah, exactly. who? So I had Dirt Vision on in my room, but I said, I'm leaving, and I'm not going to pay attention to it. Because I'm going to, I don't want to be that guy at dinner that's, that is on his phone all the time also. Oh, I totally do that sometimes. Yeah, I know. Well, yep. I was thinking about it, but I decided <laughs> not to. So I said, and I'm so pissed that I'm going to put it out of my mind. Yeah. Forget that it happened. We get done with this dinner that lasted way too long because I think Brad Keselowski kept the room too long, and then we were late. And so whatever happened, and I don't remember if there was a delay or not, I walked down the hall in the key to the room, and before I even get the door open, I hear Johnny Gibson. <laughs> I'm like, what, wait, what, huh, what? This is before they ran the rear, too. They, they now back it up with a yeah. rear right after it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I walk in, there's 10 laps to go, and Fred Raymer is leading the National Open. I'm like, are you kidding me? And well, I got to see the end of it. Well, that's good timing after all that. Oh, yeah, after all of that, I won. And Fred stopping at Beer Hill. That was cool. And somehow showing up in victory lane with a beer in his hand. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, so the National Open, you're right. It's it is special. A spe- it is special. Um, and this one here with this year and the craziness and, and with, with, with Lance DeWeese just looks so spectacular yeah. right now. He 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 admitted to us a couple of weeks ago that going to Knoxville last year put that team off their game. Yeah. And now a year later, they feel like they're back on their game. And well, that's right. bad news for everybody when they're on yeah. their game. Yeah, when you beat Kyle Larson like he did. Like he did at Port Royal. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then that Larson guy. Oh, yeah. We know. didn't even talk about him, but he's he's won a few races Yeah, this he's year. won a few races. This is few going to be 39 races. Yes, exactly. 39. <laughs> looking for number 40. Oh, my, oh my. What's up with Sick. that? Sick. Okay. So so while the 410 Gentry is yep. there, the 360s are going to be at I-30 Speedway, Little Rock, Arkansas, the 33rd annual CompCam Short Track Nationals. This is a Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour Race. They go back and forth with these people. I, I think yeah. they fight with each other one year, and they're happy with each other the next year. The good news is everyone's getting along in 2020, 
and this is a tour race. So it's $10,041 to win. Blake Hahn is the defending winner. You, you think about the historic importance of this race. Listen to this. Yeah. Former winners, Sammy Swindell, Gary Wright, Steve Kinzer, Christopher Bell, Brad Sweet, Paul McMahon, Jason Myers, Jason Johnson, Tim Crawley, Jason Sides, Terry Gray, Wayne Johnson, Tony Bruce Jr. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is a this is yeah. this, this year this year is turn number two at Knoxville. Uh, yep. This is Hall of Fame. These have won these rights, and this year it's fascinating because with the tour you got Sam Haferteep, Roger Crockett, and Harley White who have yet to win this race. Yeah. So and Sam is on his a game right now. Yes, he is. I'm telling you that that is a guy. Sam is driving in there convinced he's going to win that mm-hmm. race. And you take Sam with his skill, Sam with his team, and Sam with confidence, and he's going to be a handful for yep. whoever. Okay. Oh, by the way, Mark Smith and Dominic Selzy are going to be there. But Mark Smith this year has won. Yeah. Again, another guy that's driving on the property with full expectations to win that race. Yep. And a good team and good sponsors with his partners with CRC and NGK spark plugs and, and, and his Mach 1 chassis. Yep. And, and he's going to pull onto that property expecting to win that race. And you take a guy with that talent that expects to win that Right there with those two, you're going to have one of them's heartbroken. Yep. Okay. Oh, well, well, Derek Hagar, Dale Howard, Howard Moore. I mean, this thing, this is this one here, this one here, one of about 40 drivers could win this race. Yep. It's, it's unreal. Uh, Flow Racing has the coverage. So it's going to be awesome. And so we're going to be all dialed in with flow there. Lots of devices. And then lots of, yes, lots <laughs> of devices. And I just hope I just hope that they work this out so that they don't both start their A-mains at the same time. Ugh. Because poor little me, poor I little know. me sitting there. It's like you start your A-mains at the same time. Can we not have a little hey, coordination? One eye on one. I know there's 18,000 people at Williams Grove. Make them wait another 20 minutes so I can watch the end of this. Oh, well. <laughs> What's that? What do they say? Uh, first world problems? Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Fast Series is at Atomic. Fremont has their fall championship. And Tri-Cities has the MOA Sprints over at Pontoon Beach, Illinois. Wow. I'm all jacked up because we just talked to Wayne Johnson. That right there, <laughs> that right there gets me right out. I'm going to go. I want to go run a marathon tonight. I want to go, go get your corn nuts. And get my corn nuts. I got to go get my corn nuts for sure. See, um, he said it like it was like totally normal too. And I'm looking I've, at you like, all right, am yeah, I the one that does it? I've know? seen these before. And then I'm thinking, well, is it that candy corn? Because you can get that this time of year. Yeah, well, I, I I had no idea. Yeah, I but I I felt better when you didn't because you well, of yeah, all people. But I have seen the corn nuts before. Oh. I've just never had corn nuts before. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Well, Wayne's getting us some next. Wayne's time Wayne's getting we see us some him. the next corn time we yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're gonna have those. <laughs> Wing Nation apparel is available at www.wingnation.com. You can follow along with us on all of our social channels. We have a page and a group on Facebook. We have a YouTube channel where all of our great intervals or interviews are housed. And, of course, our Twitter where we're encouraging everyone to continue to tweet your seat. Great, great stuff. Aaron's been a blast this week. Had it fun talking on fun. Tuesday with uh, Tuesday with uh, Bill Baylog and David Gravel. Mm-hmm. And then today with Wayne. Man, we, we're, we're all geared up for the big race yeah. weekend. Exactly. And the final conversation we have this week, you can catch that on our television show on Rev and Mav. It's Ashley and I, and it's with Brent Marks. On that program as well. So speaking of success in Pennsylvania, Brent Marks as well. So neat, neat stuff. That is for sure. Thanks again to Wayne Johnson for joining us. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Dryden, by DRF Racing Oils, and by Hercules Tires.
For the ones who know that a little late is always too late, and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, and our Keep Stock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com/keepstock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. 